0: welcome into the week five edition of the lemon pepper parlay podcast i'm your host martin weiss joined here with former nfl pro bowler led the entire league in receptions for one year right look there's not a lot of guys who can say that in the history of the nfl
1: and touchdowns. And touchdowns. And Come touchdowns. on, yeah. get me right, yeah. TJ hushman How yeah. are you
0: doing today?
1: <laughs> I'm good, brother. Good. Coming off an okay week. Could have been better. But, you, you know, we're we not losing. we just not winning as much as we did the previous week, but we still winning your money. Well, if I'll tell you, I'll
0: tell you what, TJ, how many teams in the history of the NFL have gone undefeated? It's hard to win every single week, right? It's hard to hit everything every single week. This last week, I mean, I'll tell you what, after watching the Chicago Bears have one yard of passing offense, I I, I mean, I was, I was convinced that the Detroit Lions were just going to walk over in, in Soldier Field, and I mean, one for five in the red zone, TJ, or one for six rather in the red zone. And then the way that they went one for six in the red zone, it just, it, it, it gave me a feeling. And I, I want to take this and, and bring this to the lemon pepper parlay podcast. We can't bet on bad teams anymore. Right? No, like that's we, what that, that's what that strictly was
1: strictly keep it to the good competitive games that it can go either way makes it hard, but I'm with you. I literally was like, Chicago looked awful. Terrible. Detroit hadn't won, but at least they were moving the ball and putting up points. It's almost like you look at the Chicago coaching staff and said, how can you be this bad and then turn it around this much the following week? Like, it's some ineptitude going on there. Like, you shouldn't be that bad and then turn it around the following week when you knew Justin Fields was starting. Something's wrong. Something's not right. Like, he swears something, something. (laughs) Something, something just ain't right. You're too young for that. So you're probably like, uh, what are you talking about?
0: Listen, hold on a second. First of all, <laughs> every so often on a Sunday night around 930, the radio would come on. OK, I, I've heard the quiet storm before, but hey, I, yeah. I'm hip. OK, don't, don't, don't play me like that. I'm a former radio yeah. DJ, have you know. But I mean, that, that, that's really my takeaway because and i and we'll get to the more important games and the games that mattered more but this one was just the bet that really really hurt my feelings because watching jared goff fumble, like his hands are so small and i never it's not even something i noticed about quarterbacks until you know really him but now every time he fumbles the ball it's like a caricature of his super small hands and like like what was that he's walking up to the line of scrimmage the center's hikes the ball hits him in the stomach you know what whatever that's just it just tricked off a million red zone opportunities i will say this though and i want to get your opinion on this because another game that we did pick the chargers and the raiders we were both on the chargers one thing that i've noticed first year dan first year head coach dan campbell and first year head coach brandon staley both do they don't kick field goals they go for it on fourth down they go for it, go for it, go for it. I, they say analytics. I don't know what analytics they're looking at that says always go for it on fourth down. I don't hate it, you know, as a football fan in general. But I want to ask you as a player, like, do you, do you appreciate? I mean, we saw, we saw the, the Chargers go for fourth down twice. Uh, against Kansas city. And then last night against the Raiders, we saw the lions go for two on fourth down in the red zone when they would have kicked field goals and theoretically made them and probably would have covered if they had just kicked three field goals that are going off one for six in the red zone. But TJ, I want to ask you as a player, how does that, would you like that strategy?
1: It really just depends on the game. I'll be honest. You know, analytics has given people a job that otherwise wouldn't have one. When I was playing, it was just scouting. It's the right. same thing. Third and four less. What are they gonna do? Uh, they call that analytics now. We call it that scouting back when I was playing. It's whatever makes sense really, to be honest. you Like, I, if it's fourth and one, I wanna go for it. If, if I'm a player. I, if we can't get one yard, we really don't deserve to win. Right. You know what really irks me? And, and I'm a receiver. It's the fourth and one, and they throw the ball.
0: Oh, it drives like me insane. If your offensive DJ.
1: line cannot get one yard, you have a problem. If you have a mobile quarterback, I'd run the read option with the option to pass it to a guy in the flats or let my quarterback get the, I think that's virtually impossible to stop. For especially so especially
0: would, for three yards, right? If you just need to get a three-yard game.
1: You have any quarterback that is that just has any type of mobility, I'm running the read option. And when I pull it, I can either throw it to the flats or I can run it. That's my fourth down play all the time. You know it's coming. Stop
0: it. Well, speaking of quarterbacks that have mobility, Justin Herbert, he looked okay yesterday. I think that kid, I think that kid can flat out play. I saw him play at Oregon, did not see this coming. Uh not at all. I did not see that he
1: You know I, who did, right? You know who saw it coming, right? Who? TJ Hushmanzada. <laughs> okay. This guy right here. Well, this guy right. I was like, it's kind of crazy how everybody is on him now. I was the first guy on national television to say Herbert should be in consideration for the number one pick. It was Tua and Burrow. Mm -hmm. I went on Fox, Colin Coward show and said that. If you remember, people were talking about taking Jordan Love over Justin Herbert, Mm -hmm. if you recall during that draft. And then these eyes saw... Herbert a few times and I said, Oh, no, no, no. This guy needs to be in conversation for the number one pick. It didn't happen, but uh yeah, these eyes know it's football.
0: I will say this. I have been waiting for your your one of your other proclamations, Zach Wilson, to to you know do something. And he finally poked him with a stick and and played a little backyard football and finally and got a win against the Titans. But some impressive deep balls out of your boy. You talked about him on week two. I remember. I was like, I don't know. About He's, Zach it,
1: it sucks. He doesn't have the, the 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 team around him. The Jets were bad for a reason. They're just not a player away. I mean, Sam Darnold supposedly couldn't play football, correct? Right. Sam Darnold couldn't play football. He wasn't a good quarterback. And he leaves the Jets and he goes to the Panthers. And look what happened. He's playing really good football, playing a good, doing a good job of limiting turnovers, creating big plays with his legs and his arm. And Zach Wilson, he'll do the same. It's just going to take some time with the Jets, man. They're dysfunctional. You got a Ricky paid, rookie slot when you get drafted. And he enters the training camp late. Like, make that make sense. Like, why are you not in training camp on time? And so when that happens, it shows me the Jets, they still have a lot of work to do. But I think Zach Wilson will be the goods.
0: So speaking of rookie quarterbacks, you and I were on opposite sides of this game. I happen to be on the right one. These eyes know a little football, too, TJ Housmanzada. I'll have you know. Told you the Seattle Seahawks would cover the three versus San Francisco 49ers. I Did mean, they ever. and I'll tell you this. I mean, at this point, you can set your watch by death, taxes, and Jimmy G out by injury for a significant amount of time, right? Like, he's probably not <laughs> every gonna, year. Every single year. It's the reason why. The, the 49ers moved up to go get Trey Lance or, you know, the talks were about going and getting Mac Jones, but to go get a guy who could go and play right now. And well, it looks like Trey Lance is going to have to play right now, at least for next week.
1: Had I listened to myself last week, I said, Russell Wilson has never lost three games in a row. Why did I think it was going to happen? <laughs> Why? Like that. I tell myself that and then I do something so dumb. It's so, um, the Reason Russell Wilson is who he is and the, the type of player that he is, he's never lost three in a row, and uh, he doesn't plan on starting that anytime soon. So now I'll start to uh, listen to myself more instead of playing games with myself.
0: Look, man, I don't I know this one. Well, first, what do you think of what do you think of Trey Lance? I'm talking about listening to this, I thought to Trey you. Lance. I gotta tell I thought Trey Lance.
1: Well, well, I thought he was good. Um, threw for a decent amount of yards, obviously, he had the big play to Debo where it looks like they blew the coverage, the, the Seahawks. He Once he gets his feet under him, because he's inaccurate with the ball, and, and I think he kind of just rushes himself. He, he People don't realize that he didn't throw a lot of passes in college. He didn't play a lot of games in college. It's going to take some time for him to get a feel for it. But, man, the talent is there. And I, I believe he's in the best situation of any rookie quarterback. You got Shanahan as your coach as long as – you're with him, you're gonna perform well.
0: And man, just talking about um it's it's gonna be interesting to see what Trey Young can, I mean, uh Trey Young, what Trey Lance can do, especially because with the way that the Niners run their offense, obviously everybody's hurt right now. They can't keep a running back healthy to save their lives. But if they had you know a healthy running back, they have kittle and use check. Forming those blocking lanes, and then a real, a real actual run threat at quarterback, running that RPO and running those, you know, running that read option with, especially with the pass option off the back end of it. I think that San Francisco offense is going to look, it's going to be a ton of fun. I don't know how many games they're going to win right this year, right? Because I don't know if Trey Lance is absolutely like ready to go, but he's not think, ready to play. Yeah, like I, you know, in terms of, like making reads and progressions and all the things that you. You like, we're watching Justin Herbert last night Look, throw the ball to his fourth option on the play, right? Like, I don't know if, how, how much Trey Lance is doing that uh, this season, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens out of the 49ers. But speaking of the NFC West, 49ers might be the worst team in that division.
1: That's the tough division. The way the Cardinals huh, did the Rams. Kyler Murray hadn't beaten the Rams his entire career. And he made it look really easy, man. Kyler Murray is right now a legitimate MVP candidate. The, the way he played, free rushers, he's so fast that when you rush him, you, you have to be smart because he can outrun everybody on the field. It doesn't matter if it's a corner or safety. Or he's outrunning you. He's faster than you. Yep. And, and so with the way the Cardinals... Just beat the Rams. Obviously, the Rams still believe they're a good team. Jimmy G going down, yeah, Trey Lance better step it up or or the Niners will be in the basement.
0: So, the game of the week last week, the one everybody was talking about. Brady versus Belichick. Who won the divorce? Well, the Patriots covered the divorce, but the Buccaneers got the win. TJ, we both were on the Buccaneers minus six. TJ, I don't know about you but generally when I bet a game, maybe about five minutes into it, I'll have a feeling of like I'm on the right side or the wrong side, no matter what happens here. Like whether I lose the bet or win the bet, it's like, I know I'm on the right side of this bet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like things happen. I knew I was on the wrong side of that bet. The minute that I saw Richard Sermon, with 14 minutes left in the first quarter on the field i'm like wait a minute they had
1: no choice
0: i get it but richard sherman was sitting on the couch just like me less than a week ago now i understand that richard sherman keeps in good shape and at one point was all pro cornerback. of which i don't either i don't do either but you see what I'm saying. We were both sitting oh, down and then yeah. all of a sudden he's going and sitting down trying to check Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. That's insanity. And I just was looking, how could I ever lay six points with a team that's starting Richard Sherman at quarterback and 20 a cornerback in 2021?
1: It's insanity. The Patriots play well. <laughs> they 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 played defensively as well as you can play. They mix it up, they drop eight. They blitz him and bring pressure. They drop eight. They kept giving him different looks and, and trying to attack the protection of, of the Bucks. And, and they know that's that's the way to beat Tom Brady. Tom Brady was just a little bit better. Um, Monday morning quarterback. You should have gone for it on fourth down. Had he made the field goal, everybody would have been saying it was a great call. So you you kind of just live with it. I thought Mac Jones played well, but Mac Jones is he has to start getting the ball down the field, man. He's almost like a less mobile Alex Smith. Everything is short, close Mm -hmm. to the line of scrimmage. And eventually you're going to have to throw the ball down the field. Um, I don't know how high his ceiling is, but Mac Jones was impressive. It it just, you got to be able to get guys off of your receivers. And they don't have a receiver that really threatens you down the field outside of Nelson Aguilar. And and so you get what you get.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones, I think, I have trouble calling him impressive in that game. Like he definitely did the job, right? Like he definitely got the job done, which I feel like is all that bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels are looking for out of their quarterback in this current situation, right? They just want somebody to not turn the ball over to go out there and complete 70% of your passes. And, and that's what they have in Mac Jones like He's going to be a guy. He'll dump it off all day and night and feel great about it right now. If you surround him with Jerry Judy and Jalen Waddle and then, and, and and, 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 you know, you name it, Josh, Jake running back, you know, Alabama. Right. Then it's a different scenario. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think that Mac Jones is probably the best of the, the most ready to play, but lowest ceiling as as ridiculous as that sounds.
1: Yeah, 100% is ceiling is is the lowest. I mean, he's accurate now. He He's not very mobile and he, and he went to the perfect team. They they know how to get the best out of their players. But with that being said, they're one in three. and so it's not like they're winning a ton of games. He's right. completing a lot of passes, but they're all short. His yards per attempt is not very high. They're gonna have to figure that out because they need to be able to create big plays. You're not going to be able to consistently eight to 10, 11 play drives, you're not going to be able to do that. The teams in the NFL and the players are too good. You have to be able to get chunk plays in, in uh big yardage. You can't just continue to inch your way down the field. Man, and
0: I, I'd say like, let's go on into next week. If you look at a team that really didn't have any explosive plays versus a team that did have a ton, the New York Jets, okay? You know, look back there. There's Corey Davis still running behind your defense. I mean- hey.
1: I, who, I, I, I said the Jets were going to win. I, I mean, I, I called that. I didn't well, hear it I on the say, Lemon Pepper Parlay I
0: podcast. I don't know. Maybe it was an up on game know, or, you know. No, no,
1: no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I didn't say they were going to win. In our weekly picks, I picked the Jets to cover. You did. You did. I did yeah, I did. did.
0: I was on the Titans. And again, that was one of those. I was definitely on the wrong side. One thing that we have to pay attention to, TJ, it's now October 5th. We have to pay attention to the injury reports and the weather, the weather, the weather, the weather. You look at New England, that thing was definitely going under. You look at Buffalo, there's no way that Houston is going to be able to score enough to even keep up with that 17-point spread because of the rookie quarterback and just the weather, okay? So that's one thing we have to keep that into account as we look forward going into week five. Um, Shouldn't be too much weather in this game But the Eagles and the Panthers, the Eagles are at the Panthers. Panthers are three and a half point favorites. The total is 45. I'm leaning. I'm leaning with the Carolina Panthers here. They hung in tight with the Cowboys. Sam's on to turn the ball over. They probably cover that five with the Cowboys last the last week. I think the defense is, is overrated, but still pretty good. But also Billy's offense is, is it's it's if, if the first read is not open jalen hurts is just going to tuck it and run they don't have a dynamic offense in the way that like we think about nfl offenses in, in in this in this you know in this current iteration i don't like the eagles at all really and i watched a significant amount of the game chiefs eagles last because i said i was going to pick against the chiefs until they covered the spread so i'm glad they finally covered so i can stop with that that foolish decree which made me a ton of money But knowing that that there's no chance the Eagles were going to cover against the Chiefs, and I also don't think that – I think three and a half, this line is too short. TJ, where are you at this game?
1: I like the Panthers as well, but I'm not so sure that the Eagles' offenses as you described them. Jalen Hurts threw for a ton of yards, albeit against the Kansas City Chiefs' defense, which is not very good. I mean, he threw for a lot of yards, over 350 yards. 382 I believe to be exact but the Cowboys in the Panthers game was interesting the Cowboys to me have one of the better offenses in the league there's no question about that and the Panthers are able to keep up with them and it's like you said Mm -hmm. if Darnold doesn't throw that pick who knows what happens and so I like Carolina in this game because they the confidence that they have defensively the first three games they didn't play a really good team but then you play the Cowboys, who I believe is a good team, nip and tuck with them. And not for the pick, you never know what can happen. So three points. It's a home game for the Panthers. I, li- I like Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers in this one as well.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to ride with the Panthers. Made me made me sick last week seeing Christian McCaffrey not out there. But interesting to see how they're using DJ Moore, how they're using Chuba Hubbard, and how they're using hey, – And Chuba uh,
1: Hubbard can play, man. Chuba Hubbard can yeah. play.
0: A- absolutely he,
1: absolutely he got that work he got he got that work in with yours truly in all season that's why he can really play
0: no oh, is that what it is you were showing him the ins and outs and ups and downs huh
1: yeah always yeah okay
0: all right well speaking i mean obviously you were trained and and, and mastered the position of wide receiver the tennessee titans don't have any julio jones hurt aj brown hurt taylor Lewan left tackle hurt probably had a huge impact as to why they lost to the jets but tj going into week five titans at the urban meyer dancing in the bar jaguars they're only four point favorites tell me i'm wrong but the Titans are gonna roll
1: i don't understand this is urban still at the bar he's still in columbus or <laughs> in, in jacksonville like I saw this and I said, wow, is it because the Jags played really good against the Bengals and a tough loss? Is it because Tennessee, are they not going to have Julio and A.J. and Taylor Lewan? It's almost like, what is it that we're missing? Like, the Jags are eventually going to win the game. They think, is, is it this game because it's a divisional game? I, I, it's four points. They still have uh, Derek Henry in the backfield. They yes, still had that guy back there behind the quarterback, and so I, I don't get it. I, I don't see what the the experts see, but I'm I'm taking a uh, Tennessee Titans in this and giving up the four points easy.
0: I think that's what I I do think that there is a level of national TV fatigue. Like we just saw the Jags on Thursday night; they hung in, they played a three and one team down to the wire, right? You know, covered that spread everybody saw it whereas you you know when you're hiding those houston jacksonville games in week one and in, in the one o'clock window it's very easy to miss it while there's 11 other games going on right so i think that, that i think that is something that you end up having and I, again like we just said sneak that game into the one o'clock window the jets beat the titans and i think everybody was pretty surprised that that happened and kind of shocked titans have been fun up and down all year but like I said, I'm, I'm going to bet against the Jaguars until they show me that they're an NFL like, organization, like they're, the, the quality of staff and, and preparation is at the level that I expect for a general NFL team. I don't think that is there right now. And I think that is evident. I like, mean, they've gotten some of the penalties cleaned up, but like they just don't seem prepared to win. And if you look at even some of their final scores, like they had that ridiculous Cliff Kingsbury 68 yard kick for a touchdown. This team's scoring like 14 to 17 points a game. I don't, I just don't see how the Titans don't roll.
1: They should, but this is the National Football League. Everybody's preparing, everybody gets paid, but I don't know when they hit adversity, speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars, how many of these players are willing to kind of fight through this for urban Meyer, considering what's going on. That that will probably be for me, the tipping point to, to say with Tennessee on this is the players don't seem to want to play for urban. And if that's the case, they're grown men. It's almost nothing you can do.
0: What do you make of uh what would you do? You're sitting there it's monday morning or tuesday morning whenever you're coming back in after your after your game right if you played on thursday you normally what? come in
1: oh you come in the the next day on friday and watch the game now it, it could be it could also be he's already giving you friday saturday off maybe friday saturday sunday you meet monday but normally you'll get a couple of days off meet on sunday you get a little you get an extra day to prepare um mentally not physically right 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 um it just kind of depends on what urban decided to do so I, but i will say this never ever have i ever i just don't recall a coach a head coach not flying back with the team i never i've never seen that i've never seen it
0: yeah i wanted to ask about that i thought that was kind of weird like i feel like
1: the One, head three, coach 13579 13579 what numbers are those Odd uh, numbers that's an odd situation. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because <clears throat> for me, you know, not that like the head coach is like, but the head coach is kind of the captain of this ship. Win or lose, you're supposed to be in the front of here, you know, either we're smiling because we win or we're mad because we lost, right? So, you know, Urban staying back to see the grandkids, and that's, that was the definition. That was, you know, I just wanted to, you know, see the grandkids. Urban
1: was getting it in.
0: <laughs> and now, but TJ, I mean, for, seriously. How do you, as a as – a, forget the morality of the whole situation, because I don't really truly care. I don't, you know, really cheating on his wife, whatever. That's not my – that's not here for me or for anybody else to really – that's between him and his wife and, and God, right? But how do you, as an as a NFL head coach, be in a college bar with young women? Like, what is it – Why else? I understand why he's – but I'm saying – you're
1: Urban Meyer. Maybe maybe he's laying the groundwork, Martin. Maybe he has a bigger plan here. I've been in the NFL long enough. I'm in my late... I think he's 57, I believe. Um, How much longer does he want to coach? I really don't like this NFL shit as much as I thought I would. I need to figure out a way to get the F up out of here so I can get to USC. That could be my, that's the only thing. That's was the first thing when I saw it was I thought of is he really don't want to be in Jacksonville. He realizes uh, it's a little harder than he thought. Let me get to college where I can recruit the best players and um, coach them up. They're gone after four years, maybe three, right? right. Maybe he's, maybe it's a bigger plan that he has Coach at SC for five to 10 years in his late 60s go off in the sunset with a boatload of money
0: because i mean i tell you this i mean don't get me wrong i know my way around a bottle and i've had my fair share of midwestern romps right but i just can't imagine ever walking into a bar in detroit and seeing jim caldwell sitting at the bar dancing with a woman you know what I'm saying? Much, dancing with his wife, much less. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> much less dancing with some student co ed. The only other coach I've ever think that have done this uh, in, in recent history is Jay Gruden. And you know what, what
1: happens? What happens if that's a player that stayed back for a family emergency and that video comes out? I feel like that's,
0: that's grounds to be released. Like, if, hey, if I, you release that player, no, one's gonna, no one is going to blink. No one's going to say, oh, my God, how could you, depending on the talent level, right? Depending on the output that that player is putting on the field. But in general, I think it's grounds for firing.
1: I think Urban might want to get the USC. He can recruit. You're familiar with Florida. You're familiar with Texas. You were at, obviously, coaching at Florida, Ohio State. You're familiar with Ohio. You lock down the in-state recruits of California and bring those kids in from Florida, Ohio, Texas. SC's a powerhouse
0: again. I guess so. I I mean if I'll tell you this, if he wanted to go to USC, he should have just did it when he was 10 minutes away working at
1: Fox. They didn't but, they didn't want to hire him. They well they did, but they kept Clay Helton another year. Hey, maybe it's a master plan. Maybe his agent is letting us know, man, we got some things we're going to do to try to get up out of this to make us not look as bad. Just bear it with us. We got you. Yeah, and in the I meantime,
0: mean, Urban Myers is doing the honky-tonk but donk-a-donk over there in, uh, in a hey, suburban
1: hey, Ohio. Hey, <laughs> hey, get it in, Urban. Get it in. There's many people that wish they could have done what you were doing. Let's just be honest.
0: All right. So speaking of Ohio, the Cleveland Browns will Game travel of the will travel out to Inglewood, California, and the first instance that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say the first instance of a weather delay for an indoor football game in Los Angeles, that was what we had Monday night. I imagine it will not be the same on Sunday when the Browns take on the Chargers. I mean, the San Diego Super Chargers look impressive to me. And just that this game essentially being a pick em, I'm going to go ahead with Herbert. And 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 that charger defense.
1: So. so should should they now be the Los Angeles Superchargers? You know, I don't
0: know. Cause I, you know, all of these, all of these come back to me, you know, you say Hoosman Zada, I say Zada, you say touchdown. Like they all, that's where they all comes this, from is Chris Berman. This
1: game, man, is uh I could go either way with this game. I'll be honest, man. Um Cleveland is loaded on both sides of the ball, they don't have a weakness. Offensive line, running back, receiver, D-line, linebacker, secondary, you got not name the quarterback. And I'm about to say,
0: you said they didn't he, have a weakness and named all 10, he, ten different he spots. He
1: missed, he missed too many throws to OBJ against the Vikings that would have blown the game open. Mm-hmm. And, and so Brandon Staley is sneakily one of the better coaches in the league the way he he gets his guys to understand what the offense is trying to do to him and the way that they play um again i feel either team can win this but i have more trust in herbert right now than i do a baker mayfield and so i'm going with the chargers as well
0: i'm taking the chargers i really first of all they got through monday night relatively clean no major injuries. Eckler went down for a second, but he was in the game in the second half. So it looks like they're going to be able to get into this next week healthy. Um, and that's a big thing for me, but this Chargers defensive line is legit. I know Cleveland's defensive line is also legit,
1: but it's probably better.
0: Yeah. But I mean, between Bosa and then having a healthy Derwin James on the back end and um, Asante Samuel Jr. Those don't, that defense to me is very interesting. And when you take in Brandon Staley, who all he did was coach the number one defense last year in the Los Angeles Rams. Um, and obviously they have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald two two guys. It's pretty easy to coach defense when you got two guys that, that can change the entire scheme and schematics. But I mean, he's got Derwin James. He's got, you know, he's got Nick. Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Joey Bosa. He's got the big Bosa, the bigger brother, and Derwin James. I mean, he's got chess pieces in this defense, and he's using them in ways that is I find very interesting. You see, the Raiders didn't score a point in the first half last night. See,
1: the thing, the thing that con- I wouldn't say concerns me is I-, I believe you can run the ball on the Chargers. Uh, uh, with, with Nick Chubb and that offensive line that, that Cleveland has, they'll be able to run the ball. And if you're able to run the ball, you'll get to one-on-one situations on the outside. Baker just has to hit them. And this is a tough game, you know, for me, because I, I think the Browns are the real deal. But I, I just believe more in Herbert right now than I do in Mayfield.
0: Well, you know what happens when we agree? Typically, it's a pretty good outcome. And we're both going to be on the Chargers as slight dogs, you know, home, slight home dogs. But you know yeah, what I mean?
1: the Chargers don't have a home foot advantage. I mean, it was more Raider fans. Like you see Herbert doing this on the game Monday night and it's a home game.
0: Yeah. I've been to, uh, I've been to a few Rams games. The Rams have a legitimate fan base. Like when I was at the Rams, like sure Rams Cowboys, it's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans in there, Mm -hmm. but I was there I was there for the Rams bucks and, you know, Buccaneers are not typically a team that travels pretty well, but Tom Brady, you know, he's pretty popular when it comes to this football thing. Right. So, uh, you know, he, he had his crowd, but the Rams have a real, but seeing there was none of that last night. Like, I think that the chargers have a slight bit of fan base, a little bit of an advantage, maybe when they're on defense, but when the chargers are on offense, they may as well be on the road.
1: Yes. It's a, It's a tricky situation. I'm eager to see if they make the playoffs and they continue to, as long as they have Herbert and they can keep the pieces, they're going to be good for years to come. It, it, it will be interesting to see if they can gain new fans and bring back the fans that are kind of pissed off that they left San Diego. Right. We'll see how that, that uh, turns out in the future or whether they can uh galvanize their former fans and bring in some new fans.
0: It'll be interesting, but I know this, two teams that don't need any more fans. You got one of them The Bills Mafia, they're jumping through tables. And the Kansas City Chiefs have had, like, consecutive sellouts for, you know, something ridiculous. And it gets cold there, TJ. It snows there. Like, these Mm -hmm. people are out there braving the elements to go watch their football, unlike Rodney Harrison, who has somebody holding his umbrella. What What do you make of that? What do you make of that?
1: I would never... I would never do that. I just... I just believe in... If you can do something yourself, do it, man. It's like... I just never understood, man. And and, and maybe it was an innocent mistake on his behalf. I I don't know. And we've talked about this earlier. Just just because we play a sport, man, it does not make us any better than anyone else. I don't care how good or how bad you were as a player. Treat people how you would want to be treated. If you would hold that umbrella for them, then I guess if you don't mind him holding it for you. But if you wouldn't do for them what they're doing for you, don't have them do it. To me, it's just that simple. And I I just don't get certain athletes with the entitlement. Maybe he wasn't meaning that, but I know he saw the other guys holding their own umbrella. And he was just like, I got somebody to hold. I got, I got my butler hold mine. Like, I I just didn't get it. Well,
0: not, not to try to excuse it or make sense of it because I think it's pretty obscene or pretty ridiculous. And as a television producer, I would have seen that shot and been like Rodney, can you please <laughs> hold your umbrella?
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you just say it in his ear. Just grab your yeah, umbrella. Can you,
0: can you please grab your umbrella? Because you, this doesn't look great. But it's interesting because Drew Brees really knocked him out of that studio in-studio, right? Like he was in-studio before, and now he's got to go on the road and do all his things. It's interesting. I can see Rodney Harrison being like, It's, really, not-
1: it's really crazy though, Martin. And this is not directed at Drew Brees. It's crazy how these quarterbacks retire and they're able to take a job from somebody that they probably don't do a job better than them. Like you get all these former quarterbacks on across all these networks ESPN, Fox. These dudes are average when it talks about being an analyst and and talking about the game of football. No personality. It's um, one Gary of Kee- honestly
0: TJ it's one of my biggest pet peeves about this business.
1: Dude, it's almost crazy. Like, I'm not even going to say his name, but I just saw a guy the other day and I'm like, this dude is awful. Yeah. But he was he's a quarterback. I'm like, this dude is awful. But he's a quarterback. Like, huh?
0: And that's one of the things that I appreciate. I, I guys who I feel like really do it well as a color guy, um Aqib Tlaib, Taleeb, I appreciate him.
1: I appreciate um Aqib Tlaib Taleeb is just like when I first heard him, I was like, man, who is this? Because it's just so different. It's a breath normally, of fresh air. They normally wouldn't put him on TV doing that type of stuff. But the majority of people can relate to him because that's how they would talk about the game. That's my—that's exactly what I was about to say. Incorporate some little nuggets here and there. Um, little things here and there during the game. But yeah, it, I, I don't get it but it's never talked about, but I mean, they, but I mean, they, they get all the privileges when they play. They don't, they rarely practice. We got double days. They go play golf in between the second practice and training camp. You can't hit them. They wear the red Jersey. I mean, they get all this, this and this, and then they retire And All right. I want to do this. Okay. Who are we going to replace? Cause you are doing this. Right. makes no sense to me, but Hey, I'm not the guy in charge. No,
0: that's why I like I. hundred percent support like defensive guys like lewis riddick akib to leave like tell me what the defense did don't just tell me how oh that guy's gotta catch the ball like and during the weather delay yesterday and we'll pick one more game and then do our parlays i promise but during the weather delay last day they're talking about why Derek Carr doesn't have a contract extension he's got two years left on his deal well maybe it's the no first the no first quarter points right
1: and then the no fourth quarter points in a yeah, game no, of, <laughs> no, no, because uh, he has two years left on his contract. That's why next, next, next subject. Yeah. it's, it's... He has two years left next subject. It's the longer day. they it's wait, bad. the more they'll pay him. So who, he has two years. It's not like he's a free agent after this year. He has two years remaining on his contract. Uh, why, why even bring it up?
0: Yeah. What's the point?
1: Why bring it up? Like Brian Greasy is on TV talking about games. Really? Really? <laughs> it's because his dad is Bob Greasy. That's why. <laughs> Well,
0: I want to pick this last game. You got the Bills going into Kansas City. The Chiefs are three-point favorites, total 56 and a half. And I tell you this, TJ, I am so glad that the Kansas City Chiefs covered the spread last week and I can get off of my I'm betting against the Chiefs till they cover the spread. Because they're covering three against the Bills, right? At home.
1: I don't think so, Martin.
0: No? You're not with no, me on I this think. one? This is our disagreement of the week.
1: This is our disagreement of the week. I, Defensively, man, they are so bad right now. Like, literally, Philadelphia did whatever they wanted to do offensively. And Tyreek Hill got off. Yeah. I believe he had 11 catches, 100, or eight catches, 180-something yards. Sean McDermott isn't going to let that happen. He, he's not going to let them big play them with Tyreek Hill. That's just one thing that's not going to happen when you play the Buffalo Bills. Until the Chiefs show me they can stop somebody, one, I believe the game is going to go over unless it's inclement weather. Aside from that week one surprise loss to the Steelers, the Bills been rolling. Um, I like the Bills defensively. I be- offensively, they might not be on par with the Chiefs, but it's not much of a difference. If the Chiefs are a 10, the Bills are eight and a half, nine. Defensively, if the Bills are a 10, the Chiefs are a five. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills just because I believe overall, better team defensively, they'll figure out a way to make Patrick Mahomes earn it. And uh, it could be if they're making them earn it, then it does go under because it's a ball control kind of dink and dunk type of offense, but I'm taking the Buffalo Bills.
0: I'm running with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a welcome opportunity for me to bet on this team for the first time since like week six of last year, right? So I finally am betting on the Chiefs again, but I'm just, you know, Buffalo just, I don't know, maybe it's just a bias. I don't know what it is. They don't feel real to me. And I understand that they, what back to back shutouts? If not like consecutive uh, within within four weeks, they've they have held opponents, they're all scoring opponents, something absurd, like 125 to like like fucking 12. Like it doesn't make any sense about how much I just feel like there has to be some regression back to the mean. Buffalo is not going to score 40 points every single game. And I no, understand. they
1: won't. And and they don't need to. They just need to score more than the Chiefs because they are the underdog and they're going into the game up three to zero. And it's going into the season. I felt the Buffalo Bills, they needed to have an, who was going to be their pass rushers. They didn't have a pass rush heading into the season. They're, they're solving that. But offensively was like, wow, early on, like, what's wrong with Josh Allen? He, they, he gets this contract extension and what, what's wrong with Josh Allen? Oh, no, he just, you know, had to get back on the horse, get back on the bike and start riding again. Mm-hmm. Both quarterbacks, big horns, both quarterbacks, mobile, both offense is very good. I just believe Buffalo's defense is, it's not slightly better than the chiefs. It's a lot better.
0: It's significantly better. Like without a doubt, the Kansas city chiefs will not I'll go out on the limb. The Kansas city chiefs won't shut anybody out this year. No, every single no, team they no. play against is going to score on them where well, the bills have shut out two different teams. And I believe the dolphins and the Texans now, Both of those starting quarterbacks got hurt in that game, if memory serves me correctly. But I I, I talked to an NFC West defensive, uh, defensive coach earlier in the week. And he just said, you know, these bullets have no name, man. Like, people get hurt in this game. Like, they, they, that's just the way this thing goes.
1: That's a fact.
0: <laughs> like, it's, like people get hurt, and you know, quarterbacks get hurt. That's what happens. That's why they wear red jerseys at practice, and don't do anything. Yes. And walk right into NBC Studios afterwards, because they haven't been getting hit in the same way that you were down there, getting it going across the middle, getting jacked up.
1: But It's a different game. It's a different game, man. The quarterbacks they they get treated differently. Hey, during the playing career. And as we just spoke of after the playing career. <laughs> Look, you know what? That's really
0: what you, that's your boy's problem. He acting like a quarterback, <laughs> but, but not until TJ, what's your lemon pepper parlay. If you matter of fact, you cook up your lemon pepper parlay. Cause I got a winner for you right now. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm, I'm going. going? on the money line and I'm messing around with any of these spreads and I'm taking all these favorites and I understand that they're short favorites, but this is just what I'm going to do. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers on the money line. I'm taking the Tennessee Titans on the money line and I'm taking the Kansas city chiefs and Patrick Mahomes on the money line to take down the fighting Josh Allen and the bills. That's my lemon pepper parlay. Um, three for five, a lemon pepper parlay show 4 let's keep this one going.
1: Not only did you pick three teams, which I'm not going to do, I'm just going to pick two teams. And this is intriguing. And both of these games will be as my – I never knew what the money line was ever. I didn't – you said that, and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. But I know (laughs) what it means now. I'm about to say, for at least the last two football seasons, I know you know know what it means. I know what it means now. And so I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys against the New York Giants on the money line they're going to win this game. And this is this is tricky to me, but I'm I'm going to pick this game because I believe I thought going into the season they would be a playoff team. But something is not clicking. I'm taking a Baltimore Ravens over the Colts who I believe would be a playoff team prior to the season, but I'm just Quint Nelson's out. They're not going to be able to run the ball. They're going to put pressure on uh Carson Wentz all game. You know, he is a little tender at times and so will he finish a game who knows when I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens and the Dallas Cowboys on the money line guaranteed lemon pepper parlay lock of the week this garant this guarantee to hit guaranteed
0: all right I like it I like it so the one thing one line that jumped out at me and I was want to say it real quick but I'm not breaking the rule that you and I made at the beginning of this podcast I'm not betting on bad teams anymore I'm not doing it no but But there's no way the Patriots should be nine-point favorites, ever. Dude, it's
1: not – well, I wouldn't call them – would you call them a bad team?
0: No, the Texans are the bad team I'm not betting on to cover the nine. That's what I'm saying. But I don't understand how the Patriots can be a nine – like, the Patriots are scoring, like, 20 points a game.
1: This is the thing, though. They're going to create turnovers. Yeah. They're going to get a pick six. Dude, the Patriots are probably going to beat Houston – by 14 points. Okay. The, the way they just played defensively, did you see what they just did to Brady? This is what Houston's gonna come out and do. Remember, they're gonna run, 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 screen. Run, 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 screen. When they do throw it, it's gonna be a slant. You get man coverage, so that's not gonna be easy. Right. But I just don't see, I don't see Houston might get shut. They might get shut out again. Tampa could barely score on New England. What you think they're gonna do to Houston Texans?
0: man i'm not listen i hear all your arguments i don't disagree with any of them it's just i have trouble seeing the patriots offense and mac jones we're talking about 19 straight completions how does that happen because you're dunking the ball down they can dunk right See, but, alex smith jr so i just i just wonder you know i just wonder if the patriots will be able to cover that nine but i'm not touching it i'm not looking at it but it was a number that jumped out i'm like there's no way that that this but I'm not after after I thought there was no way the Lions could lose to the Bears, and I saw just how they could lose to the Bears going one for six in the red zone. I don't know. I I can't I can't in good conscience put my hard earned money on Davis Mills yet again.
1: You think the Texans will uh, win a game this year? I do. They already won
0: one. They beat the Jaguars.
1: No, I mean an- like another game. I think the uh, if depending the on Jaguars again, <laughs>
0: depending <laughs> on a Tyrod Taylor can come back and play. Because I think what they're doing right now, they just don't have a quarterback. Like, and and we're talking about how important the quarterback position is. You know, if you don't got one, Tyrod is a player. Like, he's a good a player. Play. Yeah, he's a good he's a player. player. Like, he's he's not going to lose you games that you should have won typically, and he's probably not going to win you too many games that you should have lost. But if everybody goes out and does their job, Tyrod's going to be able to. He's, he's not going to embarrass you in an NFL game. And Davis Mills, at this that. point, is embarrassing right he's just,
1: he's just davis mills is just young but people that don't know davis mills is one of the top rated high school quarterbacks coming out when he went to stanford he was ranked he was a very highly ranked quarterback high high recruit and so they believed he had a talent but houston uh it's a dumpster fire there man
0: man super dumpster fire well i know this me and you TJ have been on fire with these picks we will continue to be on fire with these picks for week five. I like my slate. Me and you, you know, when we agree,
1: you know, you know, what do you always yeah. say, TJ? If, you knew, if better, you knew better, you would do better. And we We're know winning your money, man. We winning your money. And we, not only are we winning your money, we ain't even charging. You just got to listen to the show and we just giving you free money. Just say, download, subscribe. That's all you got to do. Follow me
0: on Twitter. Follow TJ on Twitter. He just got a Twitter. I mean, that's all it is. It's all out there. It's all free. It's all good for you. Extra points. We're here for that wallet. Let's get rich.